LV55 Media LLC presents Private Investigations Read Aloud, a chronological scene-by-scene read-through of the Private Investigations Book 1 and Book 2 novel for the viewing community. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. A shiny ruby black S-Class Mercedes-Benz sedan pulls into the empty stall and parks two spots away from the Hyundai Santa Fe Sport. A middle-aged woman exits the Mercedes wearing sunglasses, dressed in a two-piece pastel blue business suit, hat, and matching earrings, accented by lavender high heels. Before she closes the driver's door, she buttons her jacket over her lavender blouse, then grasps a matching lavender purse from her vehicle, exits, and locks her vehicle remotely before strolling confidently towards Sweet B of the building. Upon arriving on the porch, she spots Max laying down relaxing next to the door. Max, what are you doing out here? She asks in a motherly voice, causing Max to yawn, stretch out his front, front paws, and walk over and rub his body in and around the woman's lower legs and meow. I haven't seen you in a long time, she says still speaking in that motherly voice. She places the handle of her purse high on her forearm, scoops Max up in her arms, and begins cuddling the feline. Let me take you inside. As the woman continues to cuddle and rub Max, she discovers a bell collar placed around his neck. Is this supposed to be an alarm to alert everyone where you are, she asks. She opens the door, enters, and closes the door behind her. The woman bends over and releases Max from her grasp, then watches him trot past the first two offices, enter a third office, and disappear. As the woman arrives at Donna's office door, she removes her sunglasses and looks towards Donna, who's working at her desk. Hello, Donna, she says, causing Donna to quickly look up. Hi, Marjorie. Go on in. He's expecting you. Thank you. Marjorie Rivers walks down the hallway another 20 feet and enters the next office. Hi, Sam. Hello, Marjorie. As Sam stands up and comes from behind his desk, Marjorie places her purse in the nearest empty chair. They both briefly hold hands as she gives him a kiss on the cheek. Have a seat, he says. Thank you, Sam. As Sam walks over and closes his office door, Marjorie picks her purse up, sits down, sets her purse on the floor near her feet, then chuckles, causing Sam to smirk. What's so funny, he asks. Really, Sam? A collar with a bell on it around Max's neck? She quips, causing Sam to chuckle. Oh, that. We just don't want any client startled when Max comes around. Well, let's get down to business. You sounded serious over the phone. What's wrong? Marjorie reaches down, opens her purse, pulls out a thick business letter envelope, and tosses it down on the desk in front of Sam. That's for you, she says. As Marjorie closes her purse, she sits back in her chair and crosses her leg, watching Sam open the envelope, revealing a thick stack of cash. He flips through it, then looks towards Marjorie, somewhat confused. What's this for, he asks. Marjorie briefly looks down at the floor, then towards Sam, but doesn't speak. Sam continues to stare at Marjorie with his mouth open, then slowly shakes his head. No, she can't already be out. 
It's only been two days. How did that? Marjorie interrupts Sam from speaking. That's not for you to find Macy and get her back into El Ray. That's for you to follow Herbert and find out what he's up to, she insists. Sam picks up the stack of cash again, counts it, and places it back in the envelope, then momentarily stares at Marjorie again. Why do you think Herbert is up to something, he curiously asks, while briefly scratching his head. Because I followed him the other day after he left the house, and I saw him meet up with a much younger woman, Marjorie insists, causing Sam to slightly shake his head and smirk. Come on, Marjorie. She could be a hospital administrator, a co-worker. She might be a patient or... Marjorie interrupts Sam from speaking. You think this is funny, Sam? She insists again, causing Sam to clear his throat before speaking. <clears throat> no, Marjorie. I think you're just jumping to conclusions. Listen, I've known Marjorie interrupts Sam from speaking again. See? Wendy didn't have to go through what I'm going through. God rest her soul. I miss her so much. Sam nods his head. Thank you. But like I was saying, Marjorie, I've known both of you and Herbert for over 30 years. And I know he's one, married to you, and two, married to his career. Marjorie uncrosses her leg and leans forward in her chair. Would you still be saying that if you knew Herbert had withdrawn $37,000 out of his personal account over the last three months, she exclaims, causing Sam to look surprised. Ooh, I didn't know that. How did you find out? Oh, believe me, Sam, I have my spies out there. Sam picks up a wire mandala laying on his desk and nervously clutches and manipulates it between his hands for several moments, then clears his throat before speaking. <clears throat> So now you want me to go spy on Herbert, who I've known for all these years? Marjorie immediately interrupts Sam from speaking while pointing to the cash sitting on Sam's desk. Sam, you counted that money. You know there's $16,500 sitting in that envelope, she exclaims as Sam nods his head while looking towards Marjorie. And you know that's three months of your fees plus $1,000 per month for your expenses, she continues as Sam manipulates the wire mandala between his hands for several more moments. Marjorie, you know this makes me really uncomfortable. Look, Sam, she exhorts. I need someone who's going to find the truth and not sugarcoat it, and also keep it out of the press. That's why I come to you. I'm flattered you think of Marjorie interrupts Sam from speaking again, this time briefly pointing her finger towards him. Just do it. Do it for me. Do it for my family's sake, Sam, Marjorie angrily says as the office grows silent for several moments. Sam momentarily looks towards his desk before taking a deep breath and looking towards Marjorie. <sighs> to learn more about Sam Aquino and the many other characters involved in these mysterious, intriguing, suspenseful, and coincidental fiction stories, Purchase a copy of Private Investigations, Book 1 and Book 2, in one volume by visiting Doran's Publishing, available both in softcover and ebook formats, also available at Amazon Books and Barnes & Noble.